Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. So, joining me live in studio now is Donna Sharpson. Hello, how are you? Shereen. How are we getting on? Did I say that name right? Because apparently John said I said it wrong. John, my brother, said, no, it's Donal, Donal Sharpson. You, you thought my name was wrong? No, but apparently um, John basically called me out in this because I said Shar- Sharpson. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, I'm saying it okay. wrong. First of all, something you got to know about John. He's a compulsive liar. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sharpson's perfect. Thank you very is much. It? Yeah, it's perfect. I don't know what it was. He wanted a Greek accent on or something like that. <laughs> a few rolls in the oar. I was so paranoid. Cause he was I like, think he said. bullies you, to be honest with you. He's just trying to call you out on stuff that doesn't exist. So, apologies. Oh, John. Okay, okay. So, I have your name right anyway. Yes, Donald Sharpson. Yeah. yeah. Deadly. Right. So, ja- Donald. And mm-hmm. um, tell me about this new single that you produced. Yep. So, um, I produced a new single called Bloodstream with a fantastic singer called Blackheart. Um, she's like a neo-soul hip-hop producer and uh, I heard her stuff on Instagram absolutely loved it so I produce under the name I produce under a few different names but this one's under my name uh, Double Screen so it's kind of like um, Deep House kind of tribal vibes it's kind of it's been reviewed as being something for like the easy listener and for the club so it's just that kind of nice medium music that I like where you know you can bop away to it on your headphones but you can also you know hear it in a dance floor Um it's probably one of my favorite tracks that I've ever done, actually, if I can be perfectly honest. I'm really proud of it. Um, and it's available to listen to everywhere. So Deadly. Yeah, no, no, we're going to we're going to give it a, a, a play anyway. That'd be so. Fantastic. Thank you. So the listeners can hear it. But um, tell me, for mm. anyone listening and yes. also myself, mm. what exactly does a music producer do? That's a very good question. It's actually a very boring job. So um, <laughs> li- you're literally sitting in front of a computer for hours. And I mean, like hours, uh, even yesterday. Uh, so I, you know, I work as a secondary school teacher, so I'm off for the summer. So now it's kind of my time to just be doing gigs and and working on my music. And I literally spent six hours, I think it was, just trying to make a beat and uh, trying to get something right. So we use a lot of software. Um, I personally use Reason, and basically with these softwares, you can edit audio, you can you know put beats on, and it's kind of like just adding layers and layers. It's like building blocks. Um, then sometimes I might, if I have a friend who's a rapper, I might grab them in. They might rap over it. If a friend who's a singer, you know, say, hey, do you want to work on this track? Send it to them. They might like it. might change a few things. It's all very organic and kind of just anything goes, really, um, for me anyway. A lot of guys kind of stick to the script. But for me, it's like, yeah, I'll make whatever. I really will. And, and how did you, like, did you study this or did you just kind of flop into it? Uh, when I was about, I think it was about 14, I really wanted to get into it. So I was... I'm a, you know, I used to play piano a lot and I used to just get a little microphone and record 
uh, me playing the piano and stuff. And then my friend, Kieran Lines, big shout out to him. He was like, oh, have you ever heard about this software? It's called Reason. Um, and he kind of introduced me to like electronic music when I was a kid. So he was always like, he was the, kind of the first kid in the neighborhood with like proper internet. So he could download everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So he had like MP3 players of like Daft Punk, like the first ever Daft Punk, you know, homework album. And I remember he like gave it to me when I was like eight. And I was like, I couldn't get over how good it was. And I was like asking him, oh, how is this made? How is this made? And he, he was just like, oh, they're keyboards, you know, like. Um, and I played piano at the time, so I said, well, this is what I want to do because everything I was learning on the piano was kind of lame. It was, <laughs> it was all Mozart stuff, and I wanted to make something cool. Mm. So, um, yeah, I downloaded the software uh, illegally, unfortunately, because um, they're very expensive. And then after that, I just literally spent my whole junior cert <laughs> just on the computer trying to make uh, drum and bass, electro, house, trance, anything that I could. And I've been doing it for... Wow, since it was for 11 years now. Oh, wow. So, yeah, 11 years. I've been just sitting in front of a computer, tapping away on the keyboard, trying to record as much as I can. It's always, I find them, because we have a lot of musicians on the show as well, and I find it's always the same. They're like, my parents are going to kill me because I was failing all my exams. Yeah, kind of destroyed my leaving cert. <laughs> Looking <laughs> back on it now, um, I would just come home and just spend hours, literally just hours, up till 4 a.m. sometimes, just making beats and then I'd go into school. It was kind of stupid now looking back at it, but uh, it's it's one of the most relaxing, enjoyable things that I recommend anyone could do because it's so creative, it's so technical, it gets both of your you know sides of your brain working, and it's it's just a great way to express yourself. Let's say if you're not for I'm not I'm a terrible singer, I'm a terrible speaker, so you know I can barely sing at all. So to have an ability to create this beautiful music, it's just you know it's fantastic. Anyone, literally anyone, can do it. Amazing. And um, I know that you're on the Tri Channel as well. I am indeed, yes. So along with, if anyone heard um, John, John Shar- Sharpson. John what? Sharpson. Sharpson, yep. if I'm saying that right. Um, he was on the show about six weeks ago. Actually, the podcast is up if anyone wants to head over to the page and have a listen to it. It's Sunday Night Live. And um, you're on the Tri Channel with him. I am indeed, yeah. So the Tri Channel um, was basically, it's what came after the Fax Channel. So Fax was this big uh, YouTube channel set in Ireland and it had millions of subscribers. It was fantastic. Um, unfortunately, it went bust, as most YouTube channels do these days. So, uh, t- you know, three of the people from Fax decided to start the Try channel and they've been going from strength to strength. They're absolutely fantastic. They've just been working their asses off. You know, they started recording it uh, just, you know, at home and then eventually it's kind of building and building and building. And it's, you know, it's one of the best things that I do. It's so enjoyable. I love the people that do it. You get to meet so many interesting people. A lot of them are comedians or actors or, um, you know, just uh, funny people in general. And it's just nice to be able to just kind of chill out with these kind of creatives and, you know, pick into their brain. A lot of my friends who do it now are comedians and, you know, they're probably the best people that I've ever met. They're so funny. They're so bright and they're just so motivated at what they do. It's great. So who got into it first? So John got into it first okay. because he's very good at doing impressions. Mm-hmm. So he puts on a silly accent and does Shrek or whatever. So uh, someone recommended him. They said, hey, you should you know, try to, uh, Fax Channel. are looking for someone to do this. So he did an impressions video and said, hey, this guy's very charismatic and good looking. Why don't we get him in? <laughs> uh, so he started doing videos and then he said, hey, I've got an ugly brother who's slightly funnier than me. And, uh, you know, Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, you know, he'd like to do it. 
So they were like, no. <laughs> so I had to send in all these, like I had to send an audition video, basically. Um, they were just kind of funny videos I was making. One was me talking to a caterpillar or something like that. I can't even remember. Um, yep, basically a few weeks later, they just gave me a call, did a video. Um, and then a few weeks later, got another call. And then I was kind of doing it, you know, once a week. It was, um, and now I'm still doing it on the Tri Channel. Unreal. For sense, yeah. So, um, can you do impersonations as well? Uh, no, I can't. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, I, John probably told you that. He yeah, could, no, he I'm, did because he rang me and he was like, "Make sure you get him to do um different impressions for you." Yeah, well, I can do an impression of John if you want. Yeah, do. Would you like it? Ooh, I'm John. I'm an idiot, and my brother's <laughs> so much funnier than me. So there you go. That's you guys good. have a very loving relationship. Absolutely. I can see. Well, I think John loves me, and I hate him. <laughs> Stop! Don't say that. I know he's extremely talented. Um, but I'm, I definitely, you know, got the short end of the stick. That's for sure. <laughs> no, stop that. I, I love the Tri Channel. I, I went on it because um, I remember John. I was, I was over in your house actually, and John was getting sent all these weird packages with weird food in it. And I was mm-hmm. like, who are these strangers sending yeah. you food? Does it's that fantastic. To you? No, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Nobody, nobody likes me. People just send me death threats. It's kind of nice. Um, at least they're thinking about me. No, uh, yeah, a lot of. Some of the fans are fantastic. Like, they're absolutely amazing. Like, I have this project called Double Screen, and uh, my logo is two squares, would you believe? And, you know, a fan, uh, Gina, shout out to her, she sent me, a like, a painting, like an actual physical painting of my Double Screen logo. It's beautiful. I have it hanging up in my room. It's fantastic. So these fans, are they really love it. And I didn't really get it at first. I, didn't, I only got it till about two years ago, because when I was doing the Tri Channel and the Facts Channel, you know, just, oh, this is a bit of fun, like, it's a bit stupid. And then you've seen all these, you know, one one video might get a million views. You're like, who is watching this, you know? Um, and I was talking, I went to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival last year to visit a few of the people on the channel who are comedians, and they were all doing sets there. And this girl came up to me, she said, hey, you know, I, I really love the channel, you know, and which kind of happens the odd time. And, I, and she was like, uh, I think she was English. And I said, oh, cool, cool. She said, just so you know, like, you know, it means a lot to me because, um, you know, I went through a really hard time and I found that everything was just making me upset. I couldn't go on social media, couldn't watch any videos of violence. And, you know, she told me about a traumatic experience I'm not going to, you know, bring up now. Mm. And she just said, um, the Tri Channel is just so easy to watch and it's the only thing that I could watch. And it would just make me laugh and it was the only thing that made me laugh. And I just, oh, I just kind of got it. You know, I said, oh, I understand why. Mm. You know, it's very easy watching. It's funny, you know. Um, it's nothing too serious. It's just, you know, it's it's a uh, toast. Everyone loves toast. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And it was the first somewhere I actually really, really appreciated. And I was kind of a bit selfish before. I was like, oh, this is a bit of a laugh. You know, the fans are crazy. But I actually really get it now. I really appreciate them. I appreciate the people who watch it. So shout out if you do watch it. Thanks for That's me. so nice. Because I know mm. that um, there's a hardcore fan base as well. Because yeah. I've spoken to a couple of people on the Tri Channel. And I won't say their names, obviously. But like, your man was literally sitting there. And he's like, Shereen, every piece of clothing I'm wearing right now, fans have bought for me. Like, he'll literally put up maybe like, oh my God, like my Converse got ripped or whatever and someone would be like hey man like what size are you the whole way from America oh my god I need to start doing that start you putting do. up pictures of my shoes or something <laughs> like that my god um, yeah it's weird uh, like I get recognised more abroad than I do in Ireland which is very strange he experience. was the same very very strange because mm. I, I think the weirdest one was I was doing a gig out in Prague and uh, I was coming through the airport myself and my girlfriend and the passport lady stops me and she's, you know, looking at my passport. She's looking at me and I'm like, oh, something's up here, you know, I'm in trouble. And then she goes, uh, excuse me, are you on the YouTubes? <laughs> I was like, I am on the YouTubes, yes. <laughs> she's like, oh, very good, very good. And said, true. I couldn't believe it. That's amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, because we were walking through town and this, like, 
woman was literally frantically sprinting after us and she's like oh my god can I get a photo with you and I'm like yeah no problem but obviously she wasn't talking to me oh sorry she was like oh my god I was telling all my friends before I came to Ireland that I would definitely see one of you I'd definitely see one of you and she was like welling up wow. with, like she couldn't believe it unbelievable That's yeah I think Americans kind of look at us like a Pokemon hunt like they come over here and see how many they can <laughs> find there's this one guy who literally like he he had like 10 pictures of all around random people from the Troy Channel that he met and he's like you were the last one you were the last one I found you I was like oh my god man I'm not a Pikachu oh my god yeah, that's was... absolutely mad so yeah. would you find because you do a lot of DJing as well yes did the two ever go hand in hand no it's no. the opposite no no it, it, it I thought in a way that it would be great there's look there's there's benefits and there's not benefits, right? So basically, the type of music that I make, uh, I make all sorts of music, right? So I have a project called Double Screens, kind of electronic stuff. And then I have my own project called Sharpson. That's just fun house stuff. That's when I'm DJing like clubs or whatever. Nice and easy, funky house stuff. Then I have like Granny, that's like acid techno. And then I have Tuca, which is kind of like Bonnie Vera stuff. So I do a whole range of stuff. I also produce for hip hop artists as well, right? But the problem is, People in America don't listen to that crap, unfortunately. So the two don't really go. And as well, I think a lot of people, I've been doing this for a long time. I started DJing in clubs when I was 17. That was my first ever club gig. It was in the Button Factory. So I've been doing it for a long time. But when people see me do gigs or maybe get a festival booking, I think a lot of them think, oh, he's just getting that because of the tri-channel or he's just got getting that because mm. of a bit of a reputation. And maybe, yeah, maybe that could be the case in some sometimes, but they don't really understand the whole context of, yeah, I've been you know, doing this since I've been 14 years old. I've been listening to electronic music since I was a wee lad, you know. Um, so for them to see it, they kind of think I'm a bit of a Paris Hilton, a bit of a celebrity DJ in a way. And that really goes against me. Mm-hmm. The benefit of it is because of the exposure, I get, like I said, this girl Gina, like she listened to my music. She really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? And she painted this picture for me. So there are some random people out there that go, oh, oh my God, he actually does make music that I kind of like. So it is, and it's a nice bit of exposure for me. And as well, it's an easy way for me to kind of trick people into thinking that I'm a superstar DJ because they're like, hey, this guy's got a big following online. Let's book him <laughs> for a gig. And next thing I know, I'm in Ibiza, you know. If, if only. If only. If, if, if only, only that. Only it doesn't really work, no. Work. <laughs> so are you working on anything else at the minute? Uh, in terms, yep, I am. I'm literally tomorrow, I'm recording uh, with a vocalist called Zainab. She's a good friend of mine. I produced one of her singles, Love Me Too. Uh, last year uh, and I did an 80s remix of that um, so we're working on a new track a double screen track I'm also I've also produced a hip hop track under the name Granny for um, these guys called Wax White they're fantastic Dublin rappers they're unbelievable uh, you gotta check them out they kind of remind me like Run the Jewel or oh, you just gotta hear them they're fantastic so I'm really excited about that track that track's gonna be out on the 10th of August and we're gonna be doing like a, a launch in the Grand Social um, and I'm going to be DJing for a guy called Love Me Dante. He's fantastic. I'm name dropping like crazy here. <laughs> um, so I have a few things on the go. I'm always producing. I'm literally always on the computer, always trying to make music, always recording. I made a track last night um, that I'm very happy with. So now it's just about what am I going to do with all this crappy music? <laughs> Will I release it? Will I put it out? You know, it's that kind of job. Okay. And do you want to give out any social media handles? Yes. So you can find me at Sharpson Music. Um, pretty much everywhere Instagram, Twitter I'm not really on Twitter um, YouTube, SoundCloud you can check out my new single it's called Bloodstream by Double Screen uh, featuring Blackheart I'm really proud of it hope you guys like it 
Um, and yep, you can subscribe to me on YouTube. I make uh, music videos for myself. I uh, do a lot of graphic design and stuff. So that's again, double screen on YouTube. You can subscribe to that. That'd be great. Amazing. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mildred. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.